0: Are you done squishy? Are you done interrupting my podcast? <laughs> I'm Ali Bonner and welcome to Queencast, the show where we interview badass queens about body image, business and beyond. Hi guys, welcome back to QueenCast. I am so excited about today's episode. We're going to (laughs) be we're going to be talking about restriction, which is something that I am very passionate about. Um, And I'm going to repackage it for you in a way that may resonate a little bit more because what I've kind of learned over the years of talking about all this stuff is a lot of people don't really realize that what I'm talking about is something they're actually doing. And you know, a lot of that is on me maybe by calling it you know eating disorder recovery i'm alienating some people who you know may be practicing these behaviors or experiencing this stuff but not really realizing that they're doing it because they're like well i don't have an eating disorder like I'm a normal weight, you know, I'm not real thin, I'm not throwing up my food. Um, and so I want to kind of repackage this in a way that just shows that, you know, disordered eating and these sort of um, behaviors are very common and it's more likely than not that you're doing them. And I'm not here to call you guys out in a negative way, I mean this with love, but The reason that I want you to be aware of these things is because, I mean, it's the first step. You know, once we're aware of these things, then we can sort of start to work through them and eventually get past them. Um, And it just helps enhance your life in so many ways. I mean, you know, when you're restricting, even subconsciously or unknowingly, there's other ways that you compensate for that. So whether it be binging on food or, you know mindlessly scrolling social media, binging on Netflix, like, um, you know, staying in toxic relationships. Like there's so many ways this can manifest. Um, and so just by being aware of these things and sort of, you know, getting to the root of them, it's going to solve a lot of your problems. So let's dive in, shall we? Let's do it. All right. First thing that I want to touch on is that restriction is not limited to just the amount of food you're consuming. And the reason that I start out with that is because I thought that for a very long time. I thought, oh, restriction just means eating a couple almonds and calling it a day. And I didn't resonate with that because that was never my experience. You know, even when I was deep, deep in my eating disorder, I was still eating a lot of food. Like I was a volume eater. I was just very selective about the types of food that I was eating. So I would only eat, you know, veggies and lean proteins. I would eat a ton of them until I was physically stuffed, but I wasn't allowing myself to eat carbs or healthy fats or anything like that. And so from an outsider looking in, you wouldn't look at me and say, oh, this girl is restricting herself. Cause you would see me eating, you know, huge salads and lots of fruit and veggies, but I was restricting myself. I was restricting food groups. So I think my goal with this episode is really to help you understand that we need to widen our lens of what restriction really is it's not this one you know narrow view of just the amount of food you're eating it can also be mental it can be emotional um definitely can be physical you know but it's it's very multifaceted and nuanced and it's something that i think only you can really know you know by looking inward and kind of doing that deeper inner work. Um, If it's something that you're doing in your daily life with food or, you know, otherwise with relationships, um, you can restrict a lot of different things. So that's the first thing. And just to give a little bit of a tangible example here, um, another way that I was restricting myself was, you know, about a few months into my eating disorder recovery, I was like, all right, you know, fuck it. I'm going to eat all the things. I'm going to allow myself to just have whatever I want. So I was out to dinner with some girlfriends and I remember ordering, you know, I don't even remember what the exact food was, but it was something that I never would have allowed myself before, like nachos or pizza or, you know, something like that. And I was really craving it. I was really excited to enjoy it. But the second I started eating it, all these thoughts started You know, spilling into my mind of you shouldn't be eating this. You know, this is gonna make you gain weight. This is gonna make you fat. Um, It's clogging your arteries. Like all these negative, you know, shameful thoughts were just swirling through my head as I was trying my best to just enjoy this food. And so that in itself was both, you know, mental and emotional restriction. So I was restricting myself from the pleasure of enjoying that food in the moment. And so later, you know, I ended up binging and I continued to binge during that period of time even though I was eating adequately, you know, overall. So I was eating more carbs, eating more calories in general. Um, but I was still binging because this part of my life, I was still, you know, emotionally restricting myself from fully just relaxing and enjoying the food, um, in front of me. So hopefully that example sort of helps just conceptualize what I'm talking about here that, you know, it's not just the amount of food that you're eating, but also just so many different ways that we can go about restricting ourselves. And not to make this a gender thing, but I feel like for women, especially, you know, we have a really hard time just feeling pleasure. And I'm going to do a whole nother episode on self-pleasure, you know, outside of the typical, you know, stereotype of self-pleasure, which is masturbation or, you know, giving yourself an orgasm. But, um, there's just so many ways in our life as women that I think we've been conditioned through, you know, society and all of that, to not feel like we're worthy of pleasure um, or feel that the harder we grind, the harder we push, you know, um, the more productive we are, then we're more worthy and more lovable. And that could not be farther from the truth. Um, and I've only been learning this just recently. So I am not a pro at this, you know, not coming not coming at you like I'm preaching. like this is something I'm totally learning as I'm going as well. So um, yeah, that's another episode to come. But going back to this one with restriction, I really encourage you to look inward, as I mentioned before, and just, you know, don't be judgmental, but really take a deep dive look into, you know, any possible areas in your life that you could be restricting. Um, It might be helpful to, you know, bring out a sheet of paper, your journal, your notes app. I am like obsessed with my notes app. Um, And just start writing things down, you know, am I, am I what Ali said, am I emotionally restricting myself from pleasure in certain ways? Um, am I restricting the types of foods that I'm eating? So I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but this whole wellness, you know, industry and bubble that I have somehow find myself wrapped up in, um, it really irritates me sometimes because it's such a fine line of, you know, disordered eating and, um, restriction, but then also, you know, nourishing your body and eating healthy and eating clean, whatever that term means, right? So there's a lot of sort of nuance in there that it's a very, very fine line. And I think again, only you can really know, you know, are you eating these veggie bowls and (laughs) drinking your matcha latte and eating your kale salads because you enjoy them and you know, it feels good in your body and you know that you're nourishing yourself from the inside out or is it something that you feel like you have to do or you you should do and you're like oh I probably should eat a salad because I, you know, had cookies last night, right? So sort of those really nuanced thoughts that are subtly really restrictive. And so something I found myself wrapped up in for a long time was this fear of carbs, and it came from the wellness industry and I hate to say it because I know a lot of you are, you know, really into um sort of this High fat, low carb paradigm, right? There's like this, you know, kind of keto, like plant-based keto vibe happening. Um, and I think that's really, you know, helpful for a lot of people for different health issues and whatnot. Um, but for me, God, it was just it was a it was trapping. You know, mentally I felt like I was in a prison. And I'm so glad that I've, you know, broken free of that because for so many years I was just so, I wouldn't touch bread with a 10 foot pole. And like I mentioned, I would, you know, eat these massive salads, but you throw any sort of normal sized sandwich in front of my face. And I'm like, Oh hell no, that bread is going to spike my insulin, cause me to store fat. And I'm going to gain weight. Like that was my, my mindset for so long. I was even afraid of fruit. You guys, like I was afraid to put banana in my smoothie. That's how bad it was. Like the only fruit I would really allow myself and listen to that keyword allow that's, that's an indicator that you're restricting. If you're allowing yourself to do something, you're probably restricting. Um, But the only fruit I would allow myself was berries because they were high fiber, low sugar, right? And like they were very diet, you know, low carb approved fruit. So I felt very restricted. Even though I was eating this large quantity of food, I wasn't allowing myself an entire macronutrient, which is you know, arguably one of the most important macronutrients because carbs do so much for us. And, you know, when I look in hindsight, it's like, I wasn't getting my period. Um, My thyroid levels were a wreck, Um, you know, for a multitude of different reasons. I was living in mold and whatnot, but um, those were a wreck. My hormones were totally off and I wasn't sleeping well. Um, I was having a really hard time recovering from workouts. And above all, you know, not least of which, i was super tired i was very fatigued um i just felt exhausted to be honest with you and i was in my early to mid 20s and i felt like this wasn't the time of my life that i was supposed to be dragging ass you know like let's reserve that for my 70s and 80s when i'm ready to just you know lean back in my rocker and chill the fuck out But I was, you know, grinding in San Francisco tech scene and I was feeling exhausted and burnt out. And it was probably because I was really restricting my carb intake. So again, I'm not a nutritionist. Everyone's different. If your body feels amazing on low carb, like do you girlfriend. But for a lot of us, I think we're so terrified of them that, um, you know, we're restricting them because it's what the wellness and health industry tells us is the right thing to do. So that's the tea on that. All right, so once you've identified you know, the area in your life that you may be restricting, how do you get over that? How do you stop, essentially? you know, Maybe you're not even binging, but you're just always feeling a little on edge or anxious around food, or maybe you are binging and you're like, yo, I have to stop this. This is drastically reducing my quality of life. I hate myself every time I do it. Um, my friendships, my relationships are being impacted. What do I do next, right? well good news girlfriend because the first thing that you have to do is identify where you're restricting in your life and honestly that's where like half of the battle of solving this issue even occurs like once you realize you know for me it was almost like this aha moment where i was like oh, holy shit. Like I'm not allowing myself to really enjoy these foods that, you know, I had forbidden for so long. So I'm technically still restricting them emotionally like that. When I had that realization, I was like, holy shit. Okay. So then you have, you know, you've identified it and you can really start to baby steps as always, but you can really start to work on, you know, allowing yourself to have more pleasure when you're eating right or finding different areas of your life that you know you've been restricting in and just surrendering and like you know really feel yourself just again like leaning into it and just letting yourself enjoy and not feeling guilty about it not shaming yourself for it you know not being extra productive or eating extra clean the following day to make up for it just simply wherever the restriction was, you know, slowly working on just melting that away. And I know it's going to feel weird because we're so again, so conditioned to to feel restricted. Like we're so conditioned to be attached and addicted to that feeling. Because I think it comes back to this lack of trust with ourselves and with our bodies. And at least for me, you know, I had this limiting belief that if I wasn't super strict with myself, with food, with you know, anything else, but let's just keep it to food. Like, if I wasn't super strict, if I didn't have willpower, I was gonna just go off the rails and I was gonna go ape shit. And it was that intense control and almost like a dictatorship over my body that caused me to go off the rails because I was freaking rebelling. You know, there was this little rebel woman inside of me that was like, fuck you, you know, I'm going to do whatever I want. Um, and it was actually the opposite where the second that I loosened the reins and, you know, got to the place I am now where I eat whatever the hell I want. Like I have no restrictions, um, except for, you know, gluten and food intolerances. Cause, That royally just fucks up my thyroid. Um, But, and if you have allergies, that's a whole nother thing. But I let myself really just enjoy all the things and then I don't feel the need to go off the rails. I don't feel the need to binge on anything because I'm never restricted with anything. And again, I just think it's this myth that the second we you know, let our bodies, God forbid, we trust our bodies and we honor our cravings and we eat when we're hungry, that we're just going to keep eating. We're never going to stop. And I'm not going to lie to you. That may happen in the beginning, especially if you've been doing it for years and years. Um, your body's not going to trust you. Like it's going to take time to rebuild that trust with yourself. And you know, your body's going to be like, I don't know, you know, I don't trust you. I don't know if you're going to feed me again. So I'm going to eat a lot (laughs) and I'm going to just not stop. And so you may have that honeymoon period. I definitely did, but it passes. And, um, once you allow yourself, you know, to just enjoy, you know, embrace that honeymoon period, eat all the things, your body's going to start to feel safe again. And it's going to say, okay, I don't have to eat all the things now because I know that when I get hungry next time, you are going to feed me and you're not going to ignore my hunger signals that I'm sending to you. Um, and I know I'm kind of personifying, you know, the body. Um, but it helps, at least it helps me personally to sort of understand and and really treat it with respect because it feels like like my body almost feels like my little sister and I think I've talked about this before but you know I almost treat her as like another person as weird as that sounds because you know I treat her with respect sometimes I am a little bit firm with her you know if um I wake up in the morning and haven't worked out in a couple weeks and I know it's just gonna make me feel better it's better for my mental health and I'm like you know body I know you're tired but this is actually going to give you more energy. So it's like that gentle, um, tough love, if you will. And then there's other times where I listen to her and I honor her cravings. And um, you know, if she's tired, I relax. So it's sort of a, it's again a nuanced thing. It's something that's always you know ever changing. Um, it's not like this place that you arrive at this perfect intuitive body wisdom. Like it's kind of an ever um, evolving process. All right, gonna keep this one short and sweet for you guys. If you have any questions on restriction or, you know, trusting your body, trusting yourself, um, please let me know. And as always, you know, work with a professional. I'm not an RD, I'm not a doctor. Um, you know, hell, I don't know anything about anything except for my own experience, <laughs> but I have definitely been through the ringer with this. So um, I do know some things about it. But if you love this podcast, you know, The only way that people find out about it is if you share it with a friend or you leave a review, like those things really, really help. So I appreciate you guys so much and I'll see you next week. Bye.